your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'd like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And as always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, folks, we'll be previewing tonight's game against the Montreal Canadiens. Taking a look at the storylines heading into the game, the projected lineup, and what the Hurricanes need to do to come out of this game with the win so diving into the game this is the hurricanes first game since december 18th against the los angeles kings where the hurricanes got a five to one win went to that game with sarah avampato from locked on la kings that was a really fun game to see the hurricanes just come out and really dominate when they were really down bad when it came to guys being on the COVID protocol. And I've said before that I feel this extended break should have the team well rested because as we all know, you know, that this sport, you know, really wears and tears on the body. And now they've had a little bit extra time to sit and rest and, get a little bit more healthy than they may have would have otherwise with the normal holiday break which in reality wouldn't be much of a break at all but I I do think this is going to be good for the Hurricanes that they've been able to have this extended break whereas the Canadians they just played the other day and where they had a overtime lost against Tampa Bay on the 28th so they've still been playing so uh whereas the Hurricanes they've been able to rest up and whatnot Montreal's still been playing so they're not really going to have any kind of rust uh, on them I where I do think the Hurricanes will benefit from this break, and they've been practicing for a while now. It's not like they're just sitting at home on the couch playing PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, whatever. It's not like that at all. They've been practicing, so it's not like they weren't doing anything at all. But, you know, I do think the break may cause a little bit of rust, especially for the guys that are now coming back off of the COVID protocol list. This is going to be Sebastian Ajo's first game since December 11th. And then the other guys, they've been on the protocol list since the 12th with Seth Jarvis, Ian Cole, Stephen Lawrence, Andre Svechikov, and Jordan Stahl. Those guys have all been out for quite some time now. So rust for them, I do think, may be a bit of a factor especially for those guys given the other guys that haven't played for a while okay you know, there definitely may be some rust there with those guys but those guys are the ones I'm really looking at tonight for them to be able to shake off any rust early like I said they've been practicing so it, it may not be as bad as it would have been you know if oh I just got off the protocol list 
yesterday and now I'm going out and playing today. It's not like that. That would be a very, very rough situation for those guys. But I think tonight against Montreal, I think it's going to be a really fun and entertaining game. I think the crowd is going to be insane at, at this game. Um, because again, the Hurricanes haven't played in so long. And then the game, the last game of the year at PNC Arena, whether it's December 30th, 31st, or whatever, those games always tend to be especially rowdy, I, I should say. Everyone's just excited for the new year, and it's always a really, really fun environment for those games. And then you now throw in that we're playing Montreal and with all the drama with them over the past few years with Sebastian Ajo, Colton Yemi, uh, is this is going to be a really fun environment. I remember 2019, New Year's Eve, was also against Montreal and the crowd there was very, 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 very rowdy. And I, I remember... they were playing I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys and even after the DJ cut the music the crowd just kept singing and singing and singing and singing and it is a very fun and rowdy environment for these New Year's Eve games or New Year's Eve Eve games I guess you would say in the case of tonight so I think regardless of how the game goes I think it's going to be a really fun environment for the fans. And that's also just something you always want. It's never fun when it's a bit of a downer of a game and then the crowd's just like, you know, like it, it, that's never fun. So I think it's going to be a fun game on the ice with everything going on. And we'll talk more about that later, but in, then the aspect of the fans and how rowdy it's likely going to be tonight. I think it's going to be very, very fun. And for those that are going to the game, it's again, it, it's definitely an experience you only get once a year for sure. And definitely if you're going to the game tonight, have fun with it. And we're going to be seeing a lot of guys come back onto the ice and we'll dive into the projected lineup for tonight's game right after this quick break. Do you or someone you know have a beard? Are you or that person you know someone that has never tried beard care products? Well, you need to get Primal, folks. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and feel groomed. Primal Origin Oil products are free of harmful synthetic ingredients and have a low impact on this planet we call home. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All of their products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. And their combo gifts can make a great belated holiday present if you forgot to get someone something. Or say you just want to get yourself something, you'll be glad that you did. I personally have been using their Pangea premium oil for a little bit now and this is something that I really really love I've really struggled in really ever since I 
kind of grew uh was able to grow a beard with the beard drift problem and i've really struggled to find beard products that help me with that problem and help me get rid of it and now i finally found it with primal origin oils and their pangea premium i absolutely love it i swear by it if this is a problem that you have you need to try their products and they know that every company claims to be the best but primal origin oils challenge you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beer to other products that you've used and they promise you that you will see and feel a difference so use code locked on to get 20% off at primaloriginoils.com use the code locked on at checkout for 20% off guys you'll be glad that you did looking at the projected lineup tonight as i mentioned earlier the hurricanes are going to have several folks come back off of the COVID protocol list tonight. And, you know, that's something that we obviously were ready for whenever those guys said, you know, oh, they're off the protocol list. So while we do definitely still have some guys on there, you still have Freddie Anderson and Brendan Smith still on the protocol list. I imagine they'll come off here within the next week or so should all go well but again we did have several guys come off of the protocol list so just looking at the projected lineup tonight obviously this is subject to change and this could be completely different from what we see tonight but as of right now as of 12 30 in the afternoon the projected lineup for tonight is Nino Niederreiter, Sebastian Ajo, and Tavo Teravainen. Andre Svechkov, Vincent Trocek, Martin Natchez, Yasmiri Kotanyemi, Jordan Stahl, and Seth Jarvis, Stephen Lawrence, Derek Stepan, Jesper Foss, Stefan Nozen. They're on the fourth line. Obviously, one of those guys will end up being a healthy scratch. Or, you know, should something happen, they play regardless. Uh, and then on the defensive side of things, you have Jacob Slavin and Tony D'Angelo, Brady Shea and Brett Pesci, and Ian Cole and Ethan Bear. Uh, uh, I think... It's pretty interesting to see that Ethan Bear has now been moved down to the third pairing and Tony D'Angelo has moved up to the top pairing. I, I think that's uh, a little interesting there. Um, I think, and then Antti Ranta is projected to be the starter goaltender tonight. Really no surprise there. But I think uh, the forward lines, really no surprises there at all, really. I think that Nozen will probably end up being the scratch. I know he was assigned to the taxi squad, but I think it's kind of up in the air of like who they're going to play there on that fourth line. But I think he's going to be moved over to the taxi squad. He's not going to play tonight. But getting back to the first defensive pairing, I think the reason Tony D'Angelo has been bumped up to the first pairing and Ethan Bear down. I, I honestly, I think it. I don't think it's really complicated. I, I think it's simply for the fact of you have just for the offense there. Given you know he's not you know the offensive juggernaut that Dougie Hamilton was, but he has been good on on offense this year. He he has been, and I think that they're moving him up there 
uh, at least for the short term, to maybe kind of help these guys that have been out for a while and have him there for the offensive side of things to kind of make up for some of these guys that are coming off of the protocol list and may end up having some rust. As I mentioned, Sebastian Ajo, he's been out since December 11th. December 12th for Seth Jarvis, Ian Cole, Stephen Lawrence, Andre Svechkov, and Jordan Stahl. I think they're just kind of moving D'Angelo up to kind of help balance that stuff out should those guys end up having some rust. And again, he has played well. He's played well alongside Jacob Slavin this season when he has played with him. So it's not like, you know, he's been, you know, bottom of the barrel defenseman and, you know, should be in the AHL rather than the NHL. No, he's played well. So you you do have that there. And I think, you know, second pairing, yeah, that's staying the same. And then Ian Cole and Ethan Bear, yeah, I I think Ethan Bear, he'll get moved back up. Uh, before too long I think this is may just be a little bit of a temporary move but yeah we'll see when it comes to that that's very much a thing that only time will tell as far as the forward line goes you know as I mentioned you know with the fourth line I think knows and he'll end up being he'll end up sitting tonight and then we'll have Stephen Lawrence Derek Stepan and Jesper Faust I think those are going to be the guys that the Hurricanes roll with I pretty much really like all the lines here tonight, Nino, Ajo, Teravainen, that's shown in the past to be a really good line combination. Svechnikov, Trocek, and Natchez, that's always been a good pairing for the Hurricanes as well. Kotniemi, Stahl, and Jarvis, I think that's going to be a really fun line to watch tonight. I really, really do. And then, of course, Ronta starting a goal. That's one you, you saw coming from a mile away. You know that's what was gonna be what the Hurricanes roll with tonight with Freddie still being on the protocol list so no surprises there and then of course Chatfield and Martinook are still hurt Martinook as I mentioned in the previous episode of the show has been moved over to the injured reserved list still no word on when he and Chatfield will be back Chatfield has not been put on the IR which I'm Honestly, still surprised he hasn't been because, as I mentioned in the previous episode, that Brendan Moore had said that both of those guys were nowhere near close to returning. So I, I kind of just kind of wonder why you know Martinuk was placed there, Chatfield wasn't. I think it very well could be Chatfield's you know an uh, Chicago Wolves guy, and I think that may be why he hasn't been placed on the Hurricanes injured reserve list. That'd be my best guess, honestly, but you know, we're, we're not in those offices up in PNC Arena. We don't know why, why they make decisions that they make, but you know, it, it is what it is there. But I think tonight's game is going to be really fun to watch for, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the fans and how rowdy they're going to be. But, you know, looking at the projected lineup for tonight, having so many guys come back into the lineup, I think that's going to be really, really fun for the fans. I think a lot of these guys, they're going to be really excited to get back out there and play. Not only the guys that haven't played since the game against LA, but those guys that haven't played since the 11th and 12th of December, they're really going to be excited to get out there and be able to play again because they've had to sit at home or 
in some cases, a hotel room for quite a while now. So they're going to be really excited to go play. I think they're they're going to come out with a little extra gusto and a little extra pep in their step. And at the end of the day, you know, we got to look at what this team needs to do to come away with the win tonight. And we will look at that stuff right after this quick break. Bet Online has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through college bowl season into the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of these sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available to you. Bet online where the game starts. Now, what do the Hurricanes need to do to win in tonight's game against the Montreal Canadiens? That's going to be the big question, of course. What do the Hurricanes need to do? I think a big thing that I mentioned earlier is shaking off rust. I think that it's going to be inevitable for some of these guys to have some rust, especially the guys coming off of the protocol list. I think they've got to shake that stuff off early. They, they have got to, I know, I know they've obviously been practicing and whatnot. So, like I said, it wouldn't be as bad of they came off the protocol list yesterday and they're playing today. It's obviously not going to be like that at all. So, I, I do think you know, there's still, again, inevitably going to be some rust because practicing is one thing, but a game is another. So, they got to get that stuff off early. Because Montreal, yes, they are not the team that we saw in the playoffs last year where they went to the Stanley Cup final. Definitely not that team. But they're still a NHL team. And we all know how things in the NHL can go. Things can go exactly as you predict them one night and then the complete opposite the next so records at the end day don't really matter because we've seen some bottom of the barrel teams take the hurricanes to the limit like chicago and arizona and then us lose to those you know like seattle so you know, i think they need to shake off any of that rust early so they don't dig themselves in a hole that they can't get out of because we've seen the hurricanes do that already this season and then because those guys are inevitably going to have some rust we're going to need our depth guys to really step it up tonight to kind of help those guys out yeah i mentioned earlier that i think tony d'angelo got moved up to the first pairing for this very reason for to help some of those guys out where they may be a little rusty so we're going to need guys like Kotniemi to step up, like Jesper Faust, like Stephen Lawrence, you know, even though he's coming back off a of protocol list, you know, he's shown that he can be pretty dangerous as well. We're going to need those guys to really just, like I said, step it up tonight. And then those guys that have that weren't on the protocol list, you know, like Tavo, like Nino, 
Trocek. We're going to need those guys to really be there for the team tonight because they, they're going to have to step it up. They may end up having to carry a bit bigger of a load than they would have otherwise. And I think one thing that the Hurricanes have been really good about doing and which Montreal has not been good about doing is the Hurricanes, they need to score first. The Hurricanes are 14-2-1 when scoring first in games this season. So they've been pretty dominant. When they can get that one nothing lead, they very rarely relinquish it So or end up losing, I should say. You know, teams obviously tie things up and you know, take leads, but it, that tends to be them getting off on the right foot. And I think they need to do that because you look on the flip side of that, when Montreal's opponents have scored first, they are 2-17-1. So, yeah, Montreal is definitely not the best when it comes to opponents scoring first on them. So I think if the Hurricanes can get that first goal tonight, I think they'll they'll be in good shape. And I would love for it to be, you know, one of these guys that have been out for a while. I'd love to see one of them get the first goal or just a goal, really. I think that'll be really good for them mentally. Like, all right, you know, I've been out for, you know, X amount of days. Come back, score freaking goal, you know, and then it be like the game-winning goal or the first goal of the game. Like that, that would really do great things for a guy's confidence, no matter who it is. But one thing I would love to see tonight is, yes, Spirit Kotanyemi to just go off tonight. He obviously scored his first goal of the season against Montreal earlier in the season. Yeah, And, you know, I would love to see him go out and just have a game tonight. And I think it's going to be really imperative for him to not let Montreal get in his head. Because hockey is definitely a mental sport as well as a physical one. And, you know, I think, you know, it's obviously at home. So it it wouldn't be like it would have been if they're up in Montreal with all the Montreal fans and, and stuff like that. No, you're at home with a fan base that supports you and your team supports you. But, you know, again, players, you know, maybe saying stuff, you know, out in the ice, chirping each other from the bench, whatever. So just don't let them get in his head tonight. I think he can, I think he's going to really be one to watch tonight. I think he's going to just go out there with something to prove, have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. But we just won't know until the game happens. As I mentioned, this is going to be a really entertaining game to watch tonight, I think, on the ice. And then, especially if you're going to be at the game, the fans are going to be extra rowdy with with it being the last game of 2021. So this is going to be a really fun game tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really fun. Obviously, I do think the Hurricanes are definitely going to get the win tonight. I don't think it'll come as easy as it did against L.A., but I think the Hurricanes, they're going to do what they need to do to get the win. I think they're going to be really eager to get back to being able to play. They've had so many games postponed and rescheduled already. They're just ready to get out there and play. 
and these guys that have been out even longer, they're ready to get out there and freaking play, man. So I'm really excited. I think they're going to come out with some fire as soon as that puck drops. It's going to be... It's going to be a really fun game tonight. And of course, we will be recapping that game or tonight's game on tomorrow's episode. And tomorrow will be a double upload because in one episode, we'll obviously be recapping the game against Montreal and what went good, what went bad, all that stuff. You know how the recaps go, as well as any other news that may happen. But in the second episode for tomorrow, we're going to take a look back at the year 2021 for the Carolina Hurricanes. What went good? What went bad, what they should have done, what they shouldn't have done, all that stuff. It's going to be a year in review as well tomorrow for the Carolina Hurricanes. Really looking forward to it. So make sure you guys have your notifications on so you know when those episodes go live. To, and also make sure you rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you are using. And follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. And myself on Twitter at Jared underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys in tomorrow's episodes.